Hi, and welcome to the Temple Podcast. My name is Edward Pike. I'm your host, and this Temple Podcast really is a space for us to explore the art of being human and the art of service through the stories, the journeys, the challenges of some of the change makers of our time. So in this episode, I speak to Louise Blumen, um, who is a holistic and gestalt therapist. So this conversation happened uh, a few months back. Uh, it was supposed to actually be one of the first videos that we wanted to offer the temple, but because of some techni- technical difficulties, it was turned into a podcast it still remains a beautiful conversation about Louise's work, her journey to um, through therapy to really discovering more and more about herself and life. And her also, we touched on um, her work and her understanding of community and uh, the importance of therapeutic or inner work in order to collaborate, to co-create and to live uh, in, in a more community uh, structures so it's beautiful conversation i hope that you enjoy it just sit back relax and take it all in we all want to help one another human beings are like that we want to live by each other's happiness not by each other's misery We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. So, um, thank you. Thank you for just agreeing to be the first in-person ever interviewed on the temple. The first? Yeah, yeah, the first one. Um, This is something that we've been talking about for a while, exploring the art of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has many different meanings and different layers. Um, and one of the reasons why I felt really drawn to interview you, to talk to you, is, is your, your deep understanding and awareness and experience of working with communities, which we talked a bit about um, yeah. when I saw you last. So maybe you can just start by giving us a bit of a background of who you are, what you're doing, and weaving into that the work that you do with communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, so I was born in a big family. My parents had 10 children, so that was already a community. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And, um, and I was the second child, first daughter, so a leading lady already in my family, <laughs> the leading first girl. So, um, this, uh, I, I think I, I always was leading groups uh, in an association, being uh, the president, etc., etc. So, my love for community started surely yeah. in my childhood and my ease with uh, group so it really would be my my biggest wish to to live with other people in in a community 
and really working on, on the self-knowledge. So not just an ecologic community, but an inside and outside ecologic community. And um, in my life, I first worked in the horizontal way. Horizontal is for me um, this, what we are doing here, me and others, and um, relating the world. And the vertical is for me my relationship, everyone's relationship with the divine self. Hmm. what I call the higher self. So I worked, uh, I really worked uh, therapeutically years, some years, uh, because I didn't know who I was. <laughs> so I had an identity crisis around 28, 29, which is typical for every, every astrologer, knows that around 28, 29, you have an identity crisis. So I had that, very classical, and um, worked deeply on myself, in, as I said, in the horizontal, but in, in groups. And then, when I was um, 36, exactly, um, that part was finished, and I knew who I was. And I, I really, experience that I was not a typical uh, housewife person. Um, I was already married, um, around 31 I married, so I, I became a mother at 31, so I married before, and in around 36 someone gave me a book of Bhagwan. And then started my search, there started my search for the start of my spirituality, my spiritual path. Would you like to have questions about that? Or would you like me to say more about part of what I said already? I think more of the same. Just continue telling your story and we can just... Would you like to awesome. know about this spiritual waking up? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, because that was uh, the, for me the most important. Yeah, yeah. And of course, to bring them together, mm. and for me, the the cross uh, is an extremely important symbol. What has been in humanity since Lemuria? In Lemuria, it, the cross is already known in that period. The first human civilization was Lemuria. So, and there they understood that this and that are, uh, are really uh, energies, relation to where we come from, the source, divine source, and the relationship with others on earth. And for me, living on earth is school, going to school. So I believe, of course, in many incarnations because we have a lot to do here. A lot of classes to take. A lot to learn. And, and I experienced very clearly my uh, important, my more important lives as a man mm -hmm. than and my more gentle, natural uh, ways of living as a woman. 
there are some exceptions, and I mean, it's as well at the male side as the female side, uh, being extremely, uh, as a man, extremely um, a warrior. So I killed many people in some of those lives. And as a woman, uh, one of my most important uh, realizations was um, that I had been a beggar, a terrible woman. She was miserable on all levels, all levels, outside and inside. And I realized that one because as a child, a young girl in Amsterdam, being with my, uh, with my um, uncle and aunt, in, there were many beggars in Amsterdam. And this, this asking always uh, created in me that I asked my, my aunt, please give me money, because I wanted to give them something. So I realized that this was related to my uh, past life, that remembering me that I had to ask money for living and and how important it is to be seen as a beggar that because many people have a tendency to just avoid the contact but i always uh, go in contact gentle contact look at them and uh, give acknowledgement so that is about my past lives for the moment <laughs> and in uh, puna because I went for, uh, to Pune immediately. Pune? Pune? Yeah. India. 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 Bhagwan. Yeah, it was still yes. Bhagwan. Now it's Osho. Osho, it's, yeah. Uh, okay. It was Bhagwan community. Yeah. Would you like to ask me something uh, or bring in something or would I continue? I'm curious to hear your experience <laughs> <laughs> all of this. And, uh, and your experience with uh, this community as well, yeah. Um, okay. Bhagwan um, always gave people a little paper when you, you sent him a little paper, handwritten, and your photo, and then you got back and his answer, what he advised you to do. Okay. So the main thing for me was uh, to go in the Samadhi tank. They called it Samadhi tank. So it was a, two tanks, big tanks, like oil tanks. Yeah. Uh, filled with uh, nice warm water, 36 degrees, the temperature of mother. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you go in and uh, you have to prepare yourself because I, I, I have a tendency for claustrophobia. But, so I had the time to, to prepare myself for this experience, but it didn't give me any information further than somebody think. So I don't know how long I was in because it felt like days. <laughs> it's probably one and a half, two hours. I don't know. So, naked, I entered in this tank, and the beauty of it is that there is, you have, you don't experience anything, mm. only yourself. It's dark, warm water, and with salt, salty warm water, so you are kept, you are, Buoyant, like held, held. Yeah, supported. Held. And, but that I had to discover because I, 
I felt the, ten the, the tension, tension in my, yes, in my yeah. body. So the first thing was my body awareness, feeling tense and um, really tense. So that was the first work, little work I had to do because I could not have that tension longer than maybe 10 minutes. And then I had to, I had to, had relax. to relax. Yeah. But there was a little wooden something what was given under my, under my neck and it really, that was a very nice experience. And then there was a fear about the salt water. They told me, don't turn. Because if you turn in salt water and it gets in your eyes, you cannot, mm. it's, it's painful. So you might have a little panic and then you want to get out. That was the only thing they, they told me. There is something sitting outside, watching the two tanks. So if it's really, if you are having a big pain, you can just knock and we open you the door. So after the physical relaxation, emotions started to come up very strongly. So I was confronted with fears about they forget me, uh, how long am I here? Is that man still there? Uh, all sorts of questions. Okay. And then my mind was all the time giving answer, really mindful, <laughs> telling me, listen, you choose for this experience, uh, you know very well that they will not just abandon you. Of course, this is, uh, they take care of you. So all sorts of emotions came up and then when that was done and the mental part was quiet as well, I had a sort of, um, maybe sort of short sleep, very short, some minutes, and then I woke up in another quality of my being mm. and there a voice manifested itself. So I was already relaxed on all levels and then this opened up. And it's the first time in my life and as well the last time in my life that I heard of inner voice. I related a little bit the voice to to Osh, to Bhagwan. Yeah. It was a male voice. But the words I don't remember at all. Yeah. So it was the first time that I experienced um, that my body was not limited anymore. I experienced a cosmic, a cosmic, and being a cosmic being. Mm. Yes, the experience of a being cosmic. That repeated itself later. So this was my first cosmic experience. And I must say that, Carmen, at a certain moment, there was a knock. And it was for me like Eastern. Because the light came. He opened the door and the light came in in the darkness. And I felt completely renewed. Everything was new getting out of the tank and walking and experiencing my body, he put young man, beautiful young man, put me under the shower and having water on, the, on, on my body was, well, it was bliss. <laughs> Everything was bliss, blissful. So then he gave me a massage and I was so open that it was really a rebirthing.
later in my real rebirthing work as a student first, I, um, I had this experience uh, rather often um, of being in this cosmic energy, being a cosmic typical energy being. So the body is not giving uh, any uh, fractures, it's just mm. being wide. And incredible, um, joyous feeling. Yeah. Mm. Everything is light and beautiful. So I have experienced that rather, I would say, many times. And that gave me from, for my whole life, a base of this, this connection. Um, so, all my work as a therapist is always as a transpersonal therapist. So I always work with the higher self. Uh, I invite always people to first connect to their own higher self. And then I work. So, um, rebirthing, um, family constellation, Gestalt, Gestalt was the first, and then came, and then came rebirthing, and much later family constellation, because it's a later development, around 2000, or just before, and uh, I became an astrologer, and, um, I always work with this, what I call the morphogenetic field, so that we are all related to each other, mm. and that we have this higher self. That's for me a must, to work that way. So, um, that's my, my work as a therapist, so I don't know if you want me to continue in the direction of communities, or in the direction of my work. I'm Tell me. curious to hear more about the your um, the process, the path of your studies to being a therapist. What, a what, therapist. what led you to, from one to the other? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I always work with the best therapists because um, I, I trained myself because there were no schools yet. Because I'm from the flower power time. So schools started and more the schools were created by people like me. So, I never created a school, <laughs> um, but I had a lot of very good therapists. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, Kubler-Ross, uh, Elisabeth Kubler-Ross, came yearly to, to Holland to work with um, therapists, uh, trainers, um, doctors, uh, nurses, and um, very, very ill people. Yeah, so she came several times, I came, I went there several times because she came uh, every year in that period. And other very famous uh, therapists. So I went always to their trainings and um, I really uh, got the, the best, this was for me the best way. Uh, because I'm not a person to sit in a class and I'm too quick. I cannot, um, I cannot very well accept, as well in astrology, that other people are much slower. 
hmm. in learning. And uh, as, a, as an astrologer, I trained myself as well. And then I phoned to a very good therapist. And I said, listen, uh, I come to you for two hours. I pay you for two hours because I have questions. So this was my, my way of learning, to find exactly where I wanted to go. So I started uh, as, a th as a gestalt therapist because it was my first uh, training and, and I'm acknowledged as, a, as a, I have a diploma as a gestalt therapist. Um, I trained with, um, with a student of uh, Pearls. Pearls is the big man of the gestalt. Huh? It was his direct student, uh, Kempf. And um, he came to Holland, that was so nice in that time. You didn't need, you, there were no schools, as I said, the schools were starting, but not yet there. So he came to Holland and gave uh, weekends for people like me. And then he just told us, please bring your uh, most difficult client, that I will work with that person in the group, and, and you just watch. There was as well another group, uh, what I like very much, of different therapists just coming together for a day and speaking about their difficulties mm. with their clients and sometimes bringing in as well their clients so that we could see what, what is the way you can work. Maybe my way is easier for this person, my approach, or me being a woman and you being a man, maybe what works best. Mm -hmm. So I liked it very much, very... That is already a community of mm, therapists. Yeah. yeah. Can you talk a little about, a little, can you explain what Gestalt therapy is? What therapy is? What it, what it is, the Gestalt. <laughs> therapy is becoming yourself. Mm. It is uh, becoming whole. And um, so to develop your, uh, your, your, your self-knowledge and your self-love, and to know your good sides, and especially to have a look on your shadow sides. So to be authentic, uh, to be very transparent, and to be completely yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and how does... How that's the goal of, that's the goal. for me, of all yeah. therapy. And becoming a master, conscious, in consciousness. Mm. For me, all the, the incarnations have that as a goal become a master and then you are free to choose uh, where you want to use your mastership. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you explain what Gestalt therapy is? How does it work? What is it? The what? Gestalt. 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 Gestalt therapy. Oh yes, of course. Um, I love it and I still do it. Last week I was still active with the intensive Gestalt therapy. So Gestalt is working with the empty seat. Do you know about Gestalt? Yeah, I've never had a session, but I, I oh, know. you never had a session, no. and you? Do you know what it is? So, it's a beautiful humanistic, the first humanistic approach therapy. So, uh, e equality between therapist and client. There are no patients in Gestalt, clients. And um, the, cli the client is, in my, the way I work, as I said, as a transpersonal therapist, I always want the person to first center himself or herself and to relate, uh, to, to connect to the higher self, what is always there, but the personality is not feeling 
or not connecting consciously. Is that, is there a process to that? What's the process for somebody to connect to their higher self? Just ask the person. I explain about the higher self, the presence of the higher self, yeah. 24 hours, day and night. Yeah. So that it is important to loud, to, uh, to, to say to your higher self, I do now a work and it's important. Mm. So really guide me. Like a prayer, like a moment yes. of prayer asking. Yeah, very short prayer. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, you work with always empty seats. So the, per, the client is, and I sit here in my seat, the client and an empty seat. And when needed, we, we put more seats. So if the client wants to work on mother or father, or even that father who, who is already gone for 30 years, doesn't matter. Um, or the minister, president, or the pope, or Whoever. just a person you want to work with, or part of yourself, mm -hmm. a quality of yourself. Um, so uh, the invitation is, please, Father, be here, present, energetically. That's very important. In reality, no, mm. energetically. And very quick, mostly within a minute, Sometimes a person, I ask a person to repeat the same question, to be really in the question, to invite her father. And then you see already the reaction of the client that father is there. I ask, is your father there? Yes. So at that moment, we both welcome him. And then the person can start to say uh, whatever is there as a feeling, mm -hmm. difficulty first, mm -hmm. emotion. And then, very important questions, because questions are the bridge. The question uh, can be, for instance, Father, did you really want me? Or did you really love me? Because I did not have that feeling. You were always absent, always working. The moment the person is ready for the answer, goes, leaves the personality, Ah, so you, they move to the, the other person, So if it's you, yeah. you leave your personality there. Yeah. That's the seat of Edward. Yeah. And you go in the seat of father. Mm. Yes? Yeah. And there, because that's the working of the morphogenetic field, you immediately become your father. And then okay. this is creating uh, clarity mm. and deep healing. And sometimes I have to come in because that side can be very stubborn yeah. or old-fashioned or just in patterns. And then I come in as a therapist. I work with that energy as well, explaining things about, my, about the way I work with clients. I work with that energy as well. Very, it's always that, that energy opens up as well. Mm. It's very grateful mm. because I, I've... If it's an old mother, for instance, I, I tell that mother, listen, you might die soon because you are close to that passage. So I believe in reincarnation. Maybe you do not, but just, just accept for a moment that maybe you come back. And if you go with difficult feelings towards your kids, your daughter or your son, 
you will have a difficulty to leave. Mm. So sometimes I really have to do hard work there on the other side to open up the person for very important yeah. to ask forgiveness, to say, I'm so sorry, I did not realize that you, as my child, you were suffering. I was so busy, and it's true, I was too young. I did not want children uh, like this. Mm -hmm. And then the healing is there. Yeah, yeah. Asking forgiveness. And even some, I ask often, please, at the end, when, especially when it is a person who who's already dead, yeah. I ask that person, that energy, to give blessing to the child there. And then that person is invited to to leave and to go back to, to go back to where he or she belongs mm. in this life or in another life mm. or somewhere else. So that is gestalt. Mm. And as I said, you sometimes have uh, two seats: father, mother, yeah. brother. And the most important, uh, the biggest uh, gestalt before family constellation was existing. We, we did everything with with gestalt. Was uh, once in France, I had 15 seats. 15. For one, for one person? One person, yeah. 15 seats. Because the family was yeah. a large family and there was a, a lot to do with all the family members. Yeah. That means that that person sits on every, and does all that. the time back to the own seat and then to all the other seats. It's quite physical. <laughs> it was long work, long work, at least three hours, yes. And so that's gestalt. Mm. And and uh, you you apply that to the communities, yeah. Sorry. And you apply that to communities in your work when you work with with groups when you go into different communities. How so do you... for instance, I was uh, I went to Damanhur. Yes, which Damanhur. is uh, Italy. Huh? Was it in Italy or France? Damanhur. Damanhur was very recent. Yeah. Uh, where where is it? Damanhur. Sorry, it's Italy. Italy. Yeah. North of Italy, uh, north of uh, Torino. Okay. It's one of the famous communities. Yes. So, uh, I knew uh, had no therapist there because I met him, and uh, and I asked him, "Would you like me to come and stay for a while?" Oh yes. <laughs> so, in Damanhur they have at least six hundred, seven hundred living close by, and a lot of people in China, Holland, uh, America, Russia, Russia, even Russia, uh, Scandinavia. They belong more or less to Damanhur as well. And I worked with, uh, in 100 days, I worked with 100 people, um, sometimes double, morning and afternoon, a lot of work. Yeah. So um, it was amazing that in such an important community, who where the, the older people, I mean, where people live, who are already since 13. Or 35 or maybe 40 years part of this community that there was still such a lot of personal work to do emotional personal work amazing i was very happy to do that but a little bit amazed mm. that their leader who was a medium falco that he did not choose his people on already the quality of self-knowledge but then they told me, and I, and I understood, they explained to me that, no, that was not what Falco needed. Falco needed hard work, workers, even physical workers, because they created a temple in their, in their mountain. Mm. 
and the painters and uh, well builders builders and of course he was giving um, his courses and his explanations to the big groups they call it meditation groups but what they do is give, to give a lot of information yeah. uh, transpersonal information and energetic uh, information they have relationship with uh, relationships with um, other beings mm. not on earth so that was star one mm. and uh, that was my mo- my longest experience in in a settled uh, long living community yeah. so uh, as uh, I became in France, I lived very long in France, 20 years. Yeah. I, of course, I went back to Holland because my daughter was there. And um, in France, I became um, the vice president of the Eco Village Network because it was always my, my interest went there. And, um, human relations were my, my work in, yeah. in the association. So now I realize how difficult it is to create a community because the moment there is a conflict, the whole project collapses. Collapses. Yes. Mm. So how important is it to know yourself and when there are when there is a conflict, to know your own reactions and to be able to drive them, to ride them as a horse. As a horse rider, you need to be a really good horse rider. To, to ride your own reactions. To, own, to your ride own. your own emotions. Mm. Yes. It's, instead of pushing them to the side and running from that yes. conflict. Oh, because yeah. it was terrible. I have experienced it many times. Yeah. Are, are there patterns in the types of challenges that arise within the communities or the conflicts? Can be everything. Of course, main things are always money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and relationship, yeah. even in between uh, in a couple, but in person, I th- there are many um, strange people who want to live in community because they are sometimes not able to live in a relationship. Mm. So they think community must be easier, and I would like to live with other people. So, but it really can be extremely difficult. Mm. Yeah. So what 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 do you suggest for work, for work. a community to to come together in harmony? What is your 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 vision? Um, your advice? as the core group, yeah. you have to be very experienced uh, people in the in the sense of knowing yourself and yeah. having done work uh, of a lot of work, yeah. um, self knowledge, and then and and then to have this wish. To work together with other therapists or other people who are who are having something a skill to offer mm. doesn't mean that it should be only therapists. <laughs> no, it can be a very good cook yeah. who um, who can offer uh, a- activities in his way, so that there is um, uh, that that as a core group you can offer to other people. Mm. Uh, workshops and invite people to come and experience how it is to live in a community and what they experience about themselves. So you need to, to of course, there are more and more people who won't like to mm, yeah. live in groups. Yeah. And I think it's the only way yeah. 
to create a, a sustainable life yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, we're so we're so removed from it in our Western society. Everything is my house, my, my flat. Sometimes a couple, the family, but extending it to a whole community, it, it uh, I can already see the challenges that it brings. You know. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, yeah. Um, and there is such a longing, as you say, in. I mean, we've we've heard it from our friends, from ourselves. You know, such a longing for for co-living, for yes, and living more simple and sharing. Mm, sharing. We do not need all our own uh, whatever machine, what mm, machine? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, terrible or a car. Yeah. So um, and of course we are we are in the Aquarius time. Yeah. So this is a tendency. We all go slowly in that direction. In which direction? Direction of community. The community, yeah. Because that's that's, that's typical we... Aquarius. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So of course, Aquarius. The other side of Aquarius is um, technical uh, development. <laughs> the the five G now. Oh yes. That sort of things. Um, that I think it's not s- such a good development mm. about. Uh, I, I prefer the, the human the real. Uh, working together mm. development. Communication to, to have, I think that we are able to, to, to be more intuitive, to really feel when you are more clear with yourself and less emotional and less identified with whatever. Emo- your emotions or your, 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 your partner or your house or your whatever, your job, then you are more open and more a canal for receiving information. And then we need no 5Gs, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. We need, but then we can communicate yeah. in a very easy way mm. because this morphogenetic field, mm. we are connected to mm-hmm. each other. <coughs> All yeah. forms of life. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's is that Rupert Sheldrake's work, morphogenetic fields. Um, uh, sh- yeah, Maybe that's him, yeah. Morphogenic. Yeah. 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 There are other names, uh, I, but I use oh, sometimes what? I say the, the holy field, um, mm. but there are mm. m- more names. It's already uh, proven by others as well. Yeah. 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 And also, I mean, I'm sure for you, for me as well, from just from personal experience, it's clear from personal experience that yeah. this is a, a reality. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Great. And how do you apply, um, or how does that idea of the field um, exist, is experienced as a group and as a community? The best, is, the best example of the, uh, the working of the morphogenetic field, the whole field, the disconnection, marvelous connection, is in family constellation. Yeah. In family constellation, it's everyone experiences the moment you accept. Yeah. When you are chosen as a representative, when you accept to be in that person, to be that person, mm. and to leave your identity behind, your ego yeah. in the seat where you were sitting, and and just to have this openness to receive information and to not expect anything. So. It's a beautiful way of experiencing directly the connection, mm. the connection to others. C- can you explain a little bit about family constellation work? Um, what is it? How does family constellation Hellinger? Huh? Hellinger um, based his work 
on Gestalt and Psychodrama and maybe other, other um, therapy work he did. And so he, uh, it's, it, 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 I'm very happy that Hellinger existed. He died last year. Huh? And um, so um, there, the beauty of Hellinger's work is the family constellation is that a person has a, a problem with the family, within the family, can be three generations back. Mm. But what is still working through the family, for instance, if there was uh, an absent grandfather, he was never there, he was, or he died young in war. Because if you go back, you always find the war. Mm. Grandfathers, mm. great-grandfathers, war, etc. The drama's there. So, the next generations can have the difficulty, uh, the same, repeat the same difficulty that um, father is always absent, dies young or absent. So, if you want to heal that, because as, as a mother you don't, and you have sons, uh, and, and, and you have children, you are afraid because you already experienced that your husband is not very often there. Mm. And so there can be a wish for, do, for healing this. And then um, the, the people in the group, the participants in the group, are chosen for, to represent the, the family members. Mm. Of course they can say no, but I always tell them, please, just experience it. Don't think that you cannot do it. We all can do it, if you have no expectation. So, um, people are, but that person who chooses the family constellation brings the people in, in, in a position. By hands on shoulders, the person is guided in a, in a special position. And then when all the members of the family are present, I ask, uh, do you feel that someone is needed? Sometimes uh, an aunt is needed because she was important or a grandmother or whatever, or the sister of a grandmother. So that person is brought in. And then my work is to see how people are already, in what positions they are, mm. how they relate to each other. So that's mostly my work then, yeah. the work of the therapist, to invite people. Uh, my, always my first question is, um, I allow you now to move. Just move as you feel that you want to stand. So sometimes people move, other people stay where they are. And then I <laughs> the first, second question is, uh, who feels very bad? And, well, there are always people who really want to start to speak. So, in, uh, in Constellation, you, it's, like, um, it's like a ritual. Mm. The, the, when you speak, it's not big, big things. It's very short. It's only giving the main yeah. information. And they speak something that comes intuitively. Yeah. Because they're connected to the, the fields. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Very short uh, information. Yeah. 
So, the work, what is done is to harmonize. And I really often harmonize uh, three generations done. I know that there are many therapists who do only, because of the time, they do only one part yeah. and then they continue in another time. But I do it my way, and so yeah. it takes rather long. Family mm. constellations this can be very long. Gestalt is shortest. Mm. Um, and rebirthing is a little bit in between. So, um, what, what time-wise, mm. yeah. And what led you to the, um, the holotropic breath work that you do? Um, I was a student of Leonard Orr, the rebirther, rebirths. So I did, uh, the first time I did rebirth was in Pune, uh, at least 20 or 25, maybe 30 even, naked people breathing in that very warm climate in somewhere in a room. And, of course, it was a cacophony of sounds. Um, that always disturbs me a lot. Uh, but other people are not disturbed by that. So, that breathing, continuous breathing, in a special way, brings you, of course, in another state, in an emotional state, mostly. So you can release tensions or are there from this lifetime or from past lifetimes. And uh, in Pune it was very nice that after the session we all got a bottle, a baby bottle, with lemonade and a cushion, <laughs> a mama cushion. So, <laughs> so it really um, was rebirthing, going yeah, back to the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leonard Orr, I experienced him, uh, I, I went to him in America. Yeah. And, um, it was very funny to see that he took his uh, breakfast milk, he took it in a baby bottle. <laughs> so there he was with his baby bottle in the morning. Mm. Funny, funny, yeah. He died as well uh, last year. Mm. Yeah, Leonard. So, um, past lives come up very easily in uh, rebirthing. So, what is the difference between uh, holotropic work, growth, and uh, rebirthing? It's the same, the same, it can have the same effect. But holotrop, holotropic breathing is offered in a big group and with music. So, the music guides the person in the inner channeling. That's already in itself a very good experience. But what I do is to reverse, to invite one person to breathe alone with me, so private session, or in a group, so that everyone can see it and give support and um, can experience as well, oh my God, this is what I, I really need. Mm. And it opens up your 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 freedom to be, to scream and to move and to whatever because you see others doing it. Yeah. So um, it brings up the trauma of past lives or this life and um, then it 
the healing work starts. It's not just realizing what what trauma there is, mm. because you get it very often as a film. It's very beautiful that the human unconsciousness is always guiding you back to the trauma, because it wants that trauma to be released. So uh, that comes up, and then um, my work is to um, to invite a person to integrate it, to see, of course, the whole film. Very often I, I turn back to the beginning of that lifetime, yeah. to see where it's all started, and to the end of that lifetime. To heal, to heal it, to heal it. And, um, of course, afterwards the person realizes, my God, that was what always in this present life was bothering me. <laughs> yeah. And then it's healed. Yeah. So you can heal uh, physical uh, handicaps. Yeah. And of course, emotional. Emotional. Deep dramas. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So uh, the healing part is, is very important. With colors and with integration and And do you do you do that work with groups and with um, private? Private. Yeah, yeah. But of, I, of course, I, I prefer in groups because my information I have to give it only once because I talk a lot about chakras and past lives and uh, the need for reincarnation and all what I did now is important for people to realize the, the higher self. Mm, yeah. You, I mean, you've been doing this for how many years? Have you been forty-five. Forty-five years have been helping people. Yeah. 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 So maybe a question. It might be a nice ending question. I don't know. Um, what is what what is uh, advice is the wrong word, but maybe there's some words that come to you if you were to speak of someone to someone who's on the very beginning of their journey, for example, who's just getting a sense that there's more to life, that there's. Therefore, I prefer that person in a group. Yeah. Yes. I always in Hungary, where I was working um, since 2005, mm. many months, yearly. Um, I always ask my um, organizer to bring people together in groups. Yeah. Um, and always saying not for one day, mm. always two days, because if not, people don't have any idea what is this. Mm. So... And what, what, would you t what would you tell them if they were... Imagine that Robby or myself... Oh, what I told you what, now, yeah, I told them. Yeah, what would you tell them? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And they see, uh, I start, uh, of course, uh, the weekend, not with beginners, yeah. but with people who already have been working with me. So then they, ah, so it works. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to add? Anything... We would like to, to finish with? Um, something very practical. Yeah. The way I um, worked with my higher self when I was working, starting to work with it, I used my left hand for that, like a mirror. Yeah. So, because I write with my right hand, I am left handed, but I learned I had to write with my right hand. So, I used uh, somewhere the image 
of a mirror of my higher self mm-hmm. mirroring me from here and asking me questions like Louise, what is this? What are you doing now? Um, how do you feel? You're not very calm. But very gentle, never judging, but more inviting to, to look at myself. So this is what I give others as well, to use the mirror here, the constant mirror here, the loving mirror, telling you you're fine. You're not perfect yet. It's not needed. Just work. So, um, and I love you. This... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, anything that you want to add? Anything you want to ask? No, it's very interesting to hear your story and to get some insights into community and the different therapies. How do, on a, another practical question, how do people find you? How do people access your work? It's very often uh, people hear about me or yeah. just in very sitting in a, on a terrace and just meeting people and uh, astrology is a good entrance as well that uh, I might ask a person when I see a little bit um, behavior um, what are you or I hear a, a story that I can ask it's my curiosity I'm very curious about people so <laughs> I like to enter in, in, in conversation and um, that opens up possibilities. Yeah. And of course, for Athens, for instance, I um, I got a very a mail, an email from Athens from a center, inviting therapists all over the world uh, to come and to offer a cheap. <laughs> Uh, on more or less ongoing um, workshop. Mm. So I, 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 I reacted and I went there at least five, six times to Athens. And then there was um, our friend here, Vivian, who was in one of my workshops yes. and she invited me to come here yes. in, in Crete. So that is the way, it is very um, organic. Mm. Yeah. And if some of the viewers or listeners want to reach out to you, what's the best way? You have an email, you have a website? Yes, my email, my yeah. website, my, um, what's the other way? G- uh, yeah, email, email and WhatsApp. And WhatsApp, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. And, when, and of course, the messenger. Yeah, great. I'll make yeah. sure that information is somewhere yeah, around the we video. Have Zoom and we have Zoom now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no Zoom, but I'm sometimes invited yeah, to Zoom with to Great. Yeah, that's a good way to interact. Yeah. Great. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. It was a real thank pleasure you for speaking to you. Inviting me to speak. Yeah, thank about you. My work. Really beautiful. And being. Mm. Thank you. <laughs>